Alright, right, we live. We live. Okay, here we are. We are live in episode four of Dang Good Advice. Dang Good Advice. Some dang good advice. Andy, how are you feeling tonight? I am feeling cold and chilly. Cold and chilly. It's raining outside, isn't it? Finally, it's raining. Oh my god. Feels gosh. more like autumn. I hate the rain. I love the heat. I love the rain. Oh, you do? Yeah, it creates such meticulous and detailed photography. Really? I don't know where is it is it how you like express it? Nah. <laughs> meticulous photography. Wow. I don't know what I'm saying, man. Look, now it's uh, almost <laughs> I don't know if that's relevant. Yeah. yeah. It's almost nine and I'm probably cooked, so it cooked, mate. Yeah, Go probably get some like very funny podcast. Coconut water. <laughs> In fact, I'm drinking my coconut water. I right? have a drink of coconut water. Andy, we want to give some dang good advice out there tonight, don't we? Definitely, man. All the time. We want to give some dang good advice for anyone wanting to move to Australia. Oh, I don't know whether that's possible right now. Well, it's possible. (laughs) But yeah, we can give it a try. Let's give it a best shot, considering all things Corona. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Corona. Thank you, 2020. Hope, yeah, 2021 is going to be still the same, man. Like, yeah. (laughs) Oh, fingers crossed. Andy, I believe that living in Australia is the best country in the world. I'm biased, right? I was born here. But I love this place. I love living in Adelaide. Hey man, as I gotta well. agree with you with that, man. Like, amen to that. Amen. I, I love on, Australia. Brother. That's why I pay thousands and thousands of dollars just to find a way to migrate over. <laughs> <laughs> the, hey, man, you made the right choice. I met a couple of people from Townsville today. All right. They flew over and uh, they came to Adelaide uh, just over this week to find a new place. They're actually gonna be studying at Flinders University. And uh, first thing I said to him, man, I said, hey, you guys are coming to the best city in the world. Welcome to Adelaide. Wait, Flinders, what are they studying? They, one of them's going to be studying um, international business, the degree that I studied. Yeah, I'm just and saying, man, wrong uni, man. Wrong uni, yeah. <laughs> it's too far. No, it's not even that far. That's what I say to people. I say Adelaide mentality, anything past 20 minutes is too far for people. But the reality is, if you live in Sydney, Melbourne, any of those bigger cities, you're driving two hours at least. But over here... Caught up in traffic, 25 minutes. Yeah, I'm just saying that because I'm a UniSA student. So <laughs> business school, you should come to UniSA. Hey, I went to UniSA. <laughs> I went to UniSA. So yeah. I was at City West Campus for four years. All right. You know when I graduated? Never. <laughs> <laughs> no, I finished it. I finished it. 2012 is when I finished it, my friend. Wow. 2012. It's nine years ago. That, yeah, pretty much. I, I think I graduated around like nine years ago as well. Did you? Yeah. yeah. On my honors. Yeah. Uh. yeah. So Andy, did you study here? Did you do your university here? Um, yeah, I, I'm taking my master's right now in uh, UniSA. So it's, I'm on my last semester. So I'm pretty happy about it. Finally, I can just don't think about like, assignments anymore. Like, especially group assignments. Where, when did you come to, to, to Australia? Did you come to Adelaide first? Yeah. At, well, uh, to be honest, Adelaide wasn't the first choice. <laughs> it wasn't the first? Oh man, you're breaking my heart. What was your first choice? Uh, Sydney. Sydney. Why would you pick Sydney? All right. Because that's the first state that I've landed in. Like uh, my first travel to Australia was uh, to Houston Conference. And that, that was where it was located, New South Wales. So I fell in love with Sydney just because it's a very chill vibe over there. Chilled vibe? I thought it was very rushed. Well, uh, being someone that uh, works remotely. So what we did was like we ran or Airbnb in Bondi and Kuji Beach. So we spent like three weeks there and then a week in conference. So we wow. always stay like almost a month, like yeah. in Australia. Kind of like the vibe because like it's beach vibes. Oh, I love beach Very vibes. similar to Glenelg. 
but okay. in a larger scale. Much larger yeah, scale. Yeah, because there's more tourists, obviously. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know whether it's there tourists right now <laughs> <laughs> in Sydney, but yeah, that's how I got my okay. first impression. So what made you come to Adelaide then if Sydney was your first preference? Uh, funny story. I tried to apply and I realized that uh, if you study and graduate in Sydney, they won't allow you to stay there. Oh, so, really? Yeah. I'm just being very honest right now. Yeah. One of the reasons why I ended up here is because UniSA offered me a scholarship. Come on, UniSA. Yeah. Thank you, UniSA. So at the end, upon graduation, I get like three years of a graduate visa. So it helps me so that I can be here and apply for my permanent residency. Because mm. it's already in the process. So especially in this season, I wouldn't want to go back to Malaysia. Because the fact that if I go back, most likely I won't be able to come back. Yes, that's so, right. Yeah. I had to thank UniSA for providing me scholarship so oh. that I have enough money to, you know, power through these two years and hopefully get my residential visa finally. So man. prior to coming to Adelaide, um, Andrew, you were in Malaysia. Yeah. Were you living anywhere else besides that or just Malaysia? Well, I've been almost, nah, not around the world, but like to many countries in Southeast Asia. So I've worked in Taiwan before. After that, I was offered a job in... Oh, before that, I was working in Singapore. So working in Singapore, came back, got uh, got fired. Oh, yeah. oh no. Young and dumb. So, yeah, young and dumb. But I did fight for my rights. So okay. they were underpaying me. Smart, me, smart pants me. Went mm. over to the Ministry of Manpower to complain. And I got fired. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh no. Yeah. But you're here now. I'm here so now. So you, you went from Malaysia, lived in Singapore, then you went back to Malaysia, then, yeah. then came to Australia? Nah, went back to Malaysia, moved to Taiwan like for a month or two for a contract work, went back to Malaysia again, and then got offered for a job in China. And before that, I met my wife. Hey, shout out to our producer, the <laughs> greatest producer in the world. And I chose love. <laughs> <laughs> so I dropped the contract wow. and stayed in Malaysia for another like five years. Yeah. Never yeah. went to Taiwan. No, nah, never no, went to China. China, sorry. Yeah. Yes. Never went to China. So at the end, ended up in Penang, Malaysia for five, four or five years, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And after that, um, came to Australia. Wow. So tell me what that was like moving. Obviously, you've lived in other countries and cities and stuff, but moving to Australia, what was that like for you? Was that big culture shock? Not really. See, for me, I'm like born and raised in a very westernized culture. My family is very Chinese educated, but they just feel like, you know what? English is the future. You know, Western country is powerful. So for those who are wondering, I'm born at 1989. Which a good I'm, year to be born. Yeah, good year to be born. So I'm born in like the very late 80s where uh, US is still pretty much strong and China hasn't boomed up yet. So they feel that the need of me to get indoctrinated into the Western culture is very important. And that's where they send me to schools that's run by uh, Caucasians, mm. Caucasian nuns. So uh, the language wasn't too much of a, of a thing for you coming to Australia. Oh, uh, was you it? you speak great fluent English. Oh, thank you. English is mainly my first language. It's just because I guess like growing up in Malaysia, the accent would be different because like you're speaking like, Malaysian like kind of English and you just get used to the accent over there. What yeah. is, it, is it called Singlish? Yeah, that's Singapore English. Uh, it's good lah. <laughs> but it's similar. We okay. have this la as well. You have the la. Yeah, so yeah. on prior of moving over here, I intentionally it took me six months to try to get rid of that. Yeah, yeah. But whenever I talk to my Malaysian friends, it just come come out. It's like, come on lah. <laughs> come on lah. It's good lah. Lai, 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 lai. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I found out what 
how to pronounce or how do you say tongs in Malaysian, right? Is that it? Malaysian? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, kiop, kiop. Because it's the sound that they make. Kiop, kiop, kiop. Yeah. It makes I, sense, right? I find that <laughs> very, very cool. In my, in my brain, I'm thinking, pew, 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 for some reason. Pew, pew. Uh, you know what I find um, funny with the language thing, Andrew? In Malaysia, the S word or the S bomb is not a swear word. You're right. It's quite a common thing. So if anyone is wondering what is the S word, it's S-H-I-T. <laughs> For me, I just don't personally say it. I'm just going to like beep out some of the things. <laughs> just because I want to like... Sense it. Let's keep it PG. Yeah, let's keep it PG. But for the sake of like ex- uh, explaining things, yes. I need to be in context. I can't like uh, the S-bomb, the S-bomb. I'm going to say S-bomb. You can, you can drop it because it's your culture. It's yeah. not, not so much. That's so back in Malaysia, we have this... Um, Excuse me. Oh, my throat, my throat is dry, man. I should, I should lay off. Have your coconut water. Shout out to who is sponsoring us. It's not even really sponsored. We'd like to get sponsored by him. Yeah, Coco Bella. <laughs> Coco Bella? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Coco Bella. Come on, we want a sponsorship. Andrew drinks this every time we do a podcast. He's posted something on Instagram as well. Come on, give us a sponsorship, please. <laughs> One year long of Coco Bella's by <laughs> coconut water. It's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, moving back. Um, what was that again? What was I, talking I, about? I, I said that. The S-bomb. Oh yeah, the S-bomb. is not a swear word in Malaysia. So in Malaysia, uh, Chinese community especially, yep. we have this term, what we call, actually it's not Chinese community, everyone. Like, we have this term called itch. Yeah. So like, I think I know what that means. So when you do something like dumb, or it can be used in something that's like funny among your friend. It's like, oh, someone goof around and say, hey, can you go please eat <laughs> or like you get offended. Hey yeah. dude, <laughs> so, I love the lie at the end. <laughs> yeah. So the lie is like the expression like gives it like the exclamation mark yeah, kind yeah, of feel. Right. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. That is fantastic. So um is pretty common. Yes. Just because the F bomb it's like yeah, yeah, F bomb F bomb's universal. I yeah. think wherever you go, F bomb is like, whoa. Yeah. Gives a bit of shock. So we talk about the F bomb, it's like no, no. Yes. Just because of the context is yes. very bad. So would you say like the S-bomb in Malaysia is like damn over in Australia? Like damn. You know? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, um, wow, this is very bad crazy. <laughs> so it's like, oh, what the shit? So yeah. Yeah, we don't use what the F, but yeah. we use like, what the shit, what the crap. That is hilarious, man. I'll tell you what, man, when I'm hanging out with some of my Malaysian friends and it, it comes out, I'm like, whoa. I get like a bit startled. I'm like, oh man, like I'm a bit like, oh, okay. I don't normally swear. I used to swear a lot when I was younger, but like for me, I don't swear anymore. So I'm just like, whoa, it's a bit startling. Yeah, but the thing is for us, that's not swearing. That's yeah, why I, I, that's yeah. why I was like, I was so confused when he said, dude, you shouldn't say that. He's like, what, what do you mean, yeah. man? What do you mean? So tell me about that first experience there. You obviously come from Malaysia. S-bomb is, is crazy S-bomb. La, you know, like you say all that kind of stuff. When was your first encounter knowing, oh, you know what? This is a bit different compared to home. This this word has a different effect on people than what it does at home. I remember I was doing like a road trip with you and oh, yeah. and Leon and Josh Chaplin. Yes. So they are young, they are like part of our young adults, a group in influencers church, yeah. and they are way younger than us. So I think they are like their early 20s. Yeah, yeah. So when I say that, so everyone just like gives face like, no, you, you shouldn't say that, man. <laughs> So, so it, I called you out on it first. Yeah. I, was, I thought you had already been picked out about it from it. Yeah, and the thing is, like, that was like, I think I just met you like a few months back. Yeah, yeah. Like, because we just started going gymming together. Yeah, and yeah. there was like 
the first time we really went out and do a like, road trip. Yeah, yeah. And when I say that, you were like, dude, you're not supposed to say that. It's like, wait, did I say anything wrong? <laughs> Obviously, it's not, right? So I keep repeating the word like, oh, you mean shit? It's yeah. like, no. It's like, <laughs> it's like you mean shit? <laughs> That's crazy ass. What, what were you saying? That phrase you're saying? Crazy uh, S-bomb. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's crazy, yeah. <laughs> bad S-bomb crazy. I love that, man. It's so funny. So how did you feel in that moment where you're just like, that's weird. What do you mean? Like, I say it all the time. Like, How did you react when I said, dude, like, come on, man. We're, there's no need to swear. In a sense, logical side, I'm trying to understand, okay, it's just like you mentioning in US culture is bad. Yes. So I know it from my American friends. Yes. Because... I mentioned before and they were like, dude, what the F, man? It's yeah, like, what the F, they'd rather say F. It's like, dude, what? What do you mean? Like, you just like, what the F me? And you say it because I say the like S word to you. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, no, 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 no. The F word is normal. Like we use it for universal expression. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely universal. That's for sure. <laughs> like, dude, what do you even mean, man? <laughs> like in terms of universal expression. So it's just, it's just funny, man. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day. So, so what were you thinking when I'm like, dude, come on, man. Take it easy. Yeah, take it easy, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're just like, were you shocked? We're like, no. Because I truly I would have thought that someone told you about it. Nah. Nah? So it took me some time to ask you. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh man, I kind of offend did I offend everyone in <laughs> the sense? Yeah, become like a bad example. Nah, you but, definitely didn't offend anyone. I'd say that it was just a bit of a, a shock. It's like, whoa. But the thing is, like, there is a lot of swearing. For me personally, I just don't I choose not to swear. But um, there's a lot of people out there that just in the vocabulary, they use f bombs, s bombs. I just prefer to use other words. I think. Yeah, I have a potty mouth when yeah. I hang out with my other photographer friends, <laughs> yeah. and I know it's a very bad example, but it just comes out naturally, uh, and I'm trying to cut it off right now on, as well. Come so on. I'm still working on it. I used to have a potty mouth, like yeah. every when I was hanging out with my mates from high school. Yeah. Oh man, I like, have colorful grammars try to explain every single but stuff. But you know what? Like for me personally, when I hear someone speaking and having to use the f bomb and s bomb, I feel like it's just it's just not appealing. Like I feel like there's other words that you can use, and there's no need to be able to put your point across with swearing. Like I don't think anyone's bad or anything, but I'm like, yeah, for me, I'm just like I've got great mates, right? that like swear all the time. But for me, just personally, I just don't, I just don't do it. Like good friends, good friends of mine that will like drop F-bombs and stuff. But yeah, personally for me, I'm like, nah, I don't need to use that kind of language. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's, I think the cultural difference just makes an impact. Yeah. That's why like when you ask, what is the advice that you can give yeah. to other people like if they are coming over to Australia? Yes. Because the first thing that we're going to say, um, yes. my first advice. The first I'm, piece of dang good advice. The first piece of dang good advice. Oh, come on. All right. It's to just, you know, study the culture before you move over. Right. Yeah. I love it. It's study the culture. So I guess that's one cue. The language, language, uh, different differences in languages, what's acceptable, study, those kind of things. Oh, definitely. I did my study, right? Came over here just because Aussie people are a bit lazy in the sense of when they use their vocab. Yes. It's so, like short form. Yes. For everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, we abbreviate everything, I'd say. Yeah, it's like, very- instead of saying E-R, we just put an A at the end. So like, like an American would say water, water, like really emphasize the E-R. Even Filipinos, they emphasize the E-R because in Philippines, they teach with the American uh, system style of schooling. Um, so they'll pronounce every E-R. That's water. Water or even like, so, so, how, and everything. so how do you pronounce in an Aussie? Water? Water. 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 <laughs> yeah. 
It's very different. Uh, you know, when I was in uh, when I was in, uh, traveling in America, um, my little sister, we used, my my little sister was playing bingo with the family and stuff, and she'd be reading out the, the numbers, and she was like, I don't know, like I think like twelve or ten years old at the time, and they used to love it when she used to say the letter eight, eight. How, how do you say it? Eight, eight, eight. They used to just love it. Eight, eight. Like, if I pronounce it fast enough, it's eight. Eight. So I eight. I eight. Mi- I, I, th- I silent the T. I think it's a bit more drawn out for the Americans. Eight. 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 Feels like eighty. Yes. Eight. Do you just ate something? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Eight. Eight. So they used yeah. to laugh. One time when I went to America, I was at Subway, and here's this Asian-looking brother ordering his foot-long sub. And I laugh at how different different languages, different cultures, different countries have different names for different things, even though it's English, right? So it's at Subway and I'm ordering myself like a chicken sub or whatever. And he goes, hey, uh, what, what salads would you like? And I start going, I'd like some lettuce, some carrot, some cucumber, some capsicum, some olives. And then he's just like, oh, what, what did you say? Uh, some lettuce, cucumber, carrot, capsicum. Whoa, 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 whoa. what did you say? Capscom. And he's like, he, he turns around, he calls to his mate at the back. He's like, hey, yo, 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 come down, come down. Come, come check. He goes, hey, say it again, say it again. Capsicum, capsicum. And they're just <laughs> laughing at me. I'm like, really? Do you really have to take the guy who's out the back washing dishes to come and laugh at me? And he goes, they just start laughing their head off. And he goes, they're called peppers. They're called bell peppers. Like in the Canadian, they're, they're called bell peppers. I'm brutalizing the uh, Canadian accent right now, but I find that so funny. Come on, man. Even I know that it's called peppers. peppers. Come on, man. I mean, although I'm like- from Adelaide. Yeah. What, what does like Malaysian call it? Capsicums, right? We call it capsicum. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Malaysian call right. capsicums, but for some reason, I know it's peppers. Yes. Yeah. And I always do, whenever I order something in Malaysia, it's like peppers. Oh. And they'll be like, what? Peppers. Oh. Yeah. So oh. in Malaysia- Pepper says pepper. Yes. Like, yeah. So, yeah. but they don't know it. For some reason, mm. I picked that up yes. along the way when I grew up. So it becomes like something that I say. And I guess like, I guess like people think that I'm like a snob or whatsoever. <laughs> Fancy. <laughs> oh, you know what? Another thing I'll say this, right? Um, I was traveling in America when I was traveling in America. Um, to ask to use whereabouts is your toilet is a bit of a shock. You don't say toilet. It's like inappropriate. It's like, when I was at a restaurant, a nice restaurant, I just go up to the waiter and I'm like, excuse me, mate, um, in my Australian accent, Asian brother with the Aussie accent, uh, where about to your toilet? And they're just like, whoa. And he looked at me like in shock. And he goes, you don't say that. Like, why would you say that? I'm like, say what? Toilet. Like, you say bathroom. You say bathroom. So I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, sorry. It was inappropriate. It was like a bit of a shock to him. So that's another story that I was like, wow. Very interesting. But Andrew... My one piece of dang good advice that I could say, my first one that I'd say dang good advice for people that are coming to Australia is integrate yourself with the locals. Yes, I think that's my number one point because it's good to learn different cultures. It's good to learn the culture um, of people around you. I think diversity is a great thing as well. Um, For me, I grew up in Adelaide. But I love learning about different cultures. One of my good mates is James Harris. He's Italian. I love the Italian culture. But I think obviously coming into Australia, there's that uh, timidity um, about meeting other people. Will they understand me? Will they get me? There's a bit of fear. But I think 
Australia is very multicultural and very accepting. So don't be afraid of trying to make friends outside of the circle of the, the common language that you have. It's good to learn new cultures and Australians are very accepting, I find. Yeah, speaking of that, I want to clarify one word. Yes. So do you, um, it's, is it like the way that I pronounce prosciutto or prosciutto? Oh, I don't even say it like that. Are you talking about prosciutto? Prosciutto. Prosciutto. Prosciutto? Yes. Porchettas, I think, are a different thing. It's a different thing. Yeah. yeah. Prosciutto. You're thinking about prosciutto. Because I'm thinking about prosciutto. Yeah. Prosciutto. Prosciutto. Okay. Prosciutto. Yes. Right. And you know, I'm probably even saying it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Our producer's <laughs> laughing at Ed, Ed, uh, Andy. Right yeah, now. we're arguing the whole morning how to yeah. <laughs> pronounce Prosciutto. Prosciutto. Okay. Prosciutto. Yeah. yeah. Roll the R's. I'm a disgrace towards the Italians. <laughs> I apologize for all my Italian friends. Oh, uh, man. I'm probably even murdering <laughs> it right now. I love prosciutto because um, James Harris gave it a great description the other day. It's like bacon and ham had a love child. Like, and oh, that's, yeah. I'm like, that's, that's like perfect. The, that's like the perfect description that's because perfect, yeah. it tastes perfectly that exactly, way. Exactly, exactly. And our buddy Josh Taplin <laughs> never had prosciutto ever <laughs> in his life. Prosciutto. If I'm Australian, I'm just going to say prosciutto, right? Yeah. But I think the right pronunciation is a prosciutto. Yeah, basically Josh Taplin hasn't had any food other than typical well, Aussie food. And you know what? He's been he's been born and raised in Australia. He's never had anchovies, never had pr- prosciutto. He's never had a lot of things. You guys were going hard on him the other day. I, I felt sorry for him. I'm like, come on, man, leave him alone. Hey, come on, man. I'm Asian. <laughs> I'm Chinese. I've tasted so many other food. <laughs> but you know what? That's why I think people should... Get out of their comfort zone and integrate, make friends with other people, with the locals and people from other cultures because there's so many good things that you can learn from many other cultures. I think Adelaide is very diverse, even with the food scene, right? I was talking to someone um, this morning and he was like, hey, what's Adelaide known for? And I said, and we're just like, hey, you know what? It's got great diversity in food. Like there's great Asian food. You know all the great Asian food places in Adelaide. Yeah, I remember you calling me in the middle <laughs> of the night. I said, dude, I'm walking down Guja Street and I'm just wearing my hoodie. And like, uh, why do you want to? Why do you want to tell me like what like, you hey, dress? What do you want, man? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's 9:40 or not? What do you want? <laughs> so I'm not giving you any. <laughs> and so I ended up giving Andy a call because I was with my buddy uh, Maddie. We went for a run down at Glenelg, and we're just in Goodger Street looking for a meal. And automatically, I knew my head. What I want to eat, I don't want to have McDonald's. I don't want to have KFC, but I want to have something half decent. No, Who's but what's, know what's more annoying food? that Andy. the annoying thing is he took my advice, but he never go to the yeah. place. So he end up in some random. I went to, I'll get this. It was a fusion of like Turkish Chinese food. Have you heard of that? Turkish. Turkish Chinese kind of like, is it like Afghan slash Chinese food? So is it like along the main road? Yeah, it's on, Street? it's on Gujar Street. It's right. right at the start. Yeah, Chinese Muslim food. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, I guess yeah. so. Oh, man, it was beautiful. It was so good. It was charcoal chicken, charcoal lamb, and then they had like uh, handmade noodles and things like that. It was unbelievable. Yeah, that's it, man. You got to bring me over there. Yeah, for real, man. Very clear. I was like, fantastic. After a massive run, I didn't want to have like chips and everything, like carbohydrates and stuff. I just wanted some protein, some salad. We ended up getting some broccoli with chili, some uh, charcoal chicken, charcoal lamb. Oh, beautiful. See that fusion of cultures. Right. It sounds tasty. Now I'm hungry, man. <laughs> Speaking of assimilating culture, yes. we're going to talk about something that's really hot yes. in topic. Let's talk about us it. recently. 
Yes. You know the bubble tea incident? Oh, the bubble tea incident. I'll put it in the show notes for our international live viewers. Um, Just something. So, how is it? Shocking. Yeah, shocking. If you are from a Chinese culture and you understand like how Chinese culture is, especially if you're mainland Chinese, you kind of understand that. What? That it's pretty common to see. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that's not nice. It's terrible. So the backstory is, it was in a bubble tea shop. Yep. I think like the staff had some arguments with the boss. Yep. And the boss's mate, according to the news. Was it the boss's mate or was it the boss? I think it was, it said it, it was the manager's mate or the boss's mate. Uh, according- I, think was, I think it was the actual owner himself. Yeah, but um, I think Seven News mentioned that. So mm. I don't know. Anyways, some people claim that he's the boss. Mm. So what he did was he went over and slapped the 20-year-old. That's right. 22-year-old Well, there was girl. definitely some kind of altercation. You could yeah. see in the video that the girl was angry and not impressed speaking to this I think it was gentleman. about the payment. Yes. Like he, right. he kind of like underpaid them. Yes. Which is pretty common. I'm not like saying every Asian business here yes. does that. But uh, I mean, like recently, there's a case in Sydney. Mm. They found that the bubble tea shop is like underpaying their staff. Right. So I think this is a pattern that it's coming out from that uh, culture that is mm. from like the Southeast Asian side, especially like Chinese. Mm. So these are the bad apples, but like these are the ones that bring the bad culture mm. into it. Oh man, to see that happen, like it was, I was in shock. I was disgusted. Well, it was just a tag me and my emoji was the angry face straight away. That's how I show my rage, the emoji face. <laughs> yeah, it is bad, man. Oh dude, it was shocking. And then, so there's this altercation She's talking to the guy, to this manager or whoever it is, and this other gentleman stands up from the other other corner, comes right to her and full open palm slaps her in the face. She didn't even move, to be honest with you. She just got hit. I'm surprised she got knocked out. That's a strong chin right there. But later on, she got kicked down. She did. Yeah. There was front a kick. massive front kick and she got flung all the way to like the end oh, of the wall and smashed terrible. on the table. Terrible. Oh, that made me so mad seeing that. I'm like, there's no right. There's there's no reason to be able to get that far. Like, at all. That's disgusting. You know what? It's a pretty common thing that's yeah. happening. Just because of like gender inequality. And also in Asian culture, um, we have this joke that uh, if you work in Chinese, uh, Chinaman company, that's what we call the term. If you work yeah. in a Chinaman company, you will be like uh, exploit wow. to the max. Oh, so that's, that's bad. Yeah, so that's uh that's how we like codename. If that's a bad company and there's Chinese people running, regardless of what you new know, country you come from, we call it a Chinaman company. Oh man. So it kind of like it's a negative, like uh I'll say uh uh it's a negative symbol that like right. uh says that that company's bad and it exploits you to the max. So so you watching that video, Andy, for me, I like saw it, I'm like, man, that is just socially on any level not acceptable at all. I was like, I was disgusted at it. Like may maybe enraged. But for you watching it, what did you think? Were you just like, oh, you know what? Like, I've seen that before. I mean, I don't want to offend anyone, but the first impression was, I know it's wrong, but I kind of like just laugh it out. It's Dude, because you I, can't do that. I, I don't know why. It's it's not that I don't, it's not that I agree with the action, but it's just like that kind of like, uh, that kind of like laugh is like, come on, man. Like it's happening here as well. You know, that kind of so like- So it wasn't at the situation. It's, it's the fact that this is happening but now it's only getting exploited. Now it's only getting pushed forward. Yeah. Like you, you're like, oh, this is happening everywhere in, would you say, is it China? We're about to China? Southeast Asia. Southeast yeah. Asia. You're like, oh, this is a thing that you've seen before. That's why you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. So you know that kind of like a smirk or like laughter is like, oh, I can't believe like this is happening here. 
as yeah. well. Oh, like, yes. Yeah. It's not that joyous kind of thing. Yeah, but it's like, okay. Oh, come on, man. It's happening here as well. Like, dude, like, yeah. what, what are you guys doing here? Like, it's Australia. Yeah. So, it was... Yeah, that made me angry. I'm like, that's a terrible thing. Like, you don't do that. As by Australian standards, by any, like, standards, I think that should, is not accepted at all. Because we see, like, I think there was once where we were shopping in uh, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, in this, like, very high-end shopping complex. So there was these two mm. uh, couple from mainland China. Mm. They were arguing. And then they started punching one another, throwing their shopping bags. Wow. Was it a boy and a girl? Yeah. What? Throwing and, hands. Yeah. And then, oh, like... Man, that's not right. Yeah, everyone was just standing there and watching. And then security had to came and security had to come over and drag Shop. them away. So... For us, it's like, yeah, it's bad. But in a way, it's like hilarious as well. We see like, what kind of upbringing or culture do they have that they feel that it's normal for them to express violence oh, terrible. outright just like that? I think it's, there's no need to be able to solve things like that, right? With a spouse, there's no need to get physical. Like, I think it's the point where people can't express their own emotions. So they have to resort to the most barbaric thing and throw on hands. And it's just not fair. That's like, that's disgusting. So like, the funny part is when the woman fight back, it was like equally like rough. So yeah. she starts throwing stuff, took off her shoes and started to whack Man, the guy. I'm surprised that the I'm boyfriend like, didn't go crazy. Like the boyfriend, like he got mad. But if that happened to like my partner, oh man, I'd be in trouble. I say it's pretty common in, in the sense of in that part of the world when you see that it's like, ah, it's another fight. Oh, so yeah. like I say, it's not that we feel that it's wrong, but you see it so often and you feel like, ah, Mm. Another one. Yeah. So what can I do? Uh, like if you if you step on in between, you get injured, man. So <laughs> better off see that than just walk away. Mm. It's like or just report to the proper gotta authorities. Report gotta report it straight up. And straight up. And the thing is, I mean, I'm I, I don't want to like uh how say I don't want to paint any like pol- uh any government body into like a very negative way, but it's just the way that our government manages this stuff and the government from like even like China, according to some of my friends, mm. um, it's bad. Mm. Like uh, they don't really like treat this as a very serious stuff just because of that's like bad. the gender inequality is still pretty much like, yeah. um, that's still a huge gap. It's not like here, like everyone like talks about like uh, women's right. Equality. Yeah, equality. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So my second advice, yes. will go along with your advice. Some dang good advice. Assimilate. Yep. So mine would be, don't bring the bad culture in, man. Oh. That's good. Yeah. That's a great point. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, I told you it's very dry. My throat is very dry today. Oh, man. Get some more coconut water. Coca Bella. Is that what it's called? Coca Bella or Bello? Bella. Bella. It's Italian. Bella. 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 Yeah. So I think it's very important that if you want to move to a country, I think that it's, it doesn't apply to Australia. It just applies to all around the world. Like if you want to come here, I mean, you can bring your heritage, the good side to share and to let people know like what's your heritage all about, what's your culture all about. But the bad ones where like, especially like gender inequality or just like the way of how employers should treat the employee, just don't bring that here. Like, mm. I mean, this is Australia and we are talking about like a country that really appreciates individual and celebrates individualism. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, individual rights and freedom. I just finished like a whole course about like ethics because I was doing my um, uh, pre-placement assessment. Yeah, so this country emphasized so much on this. Yeah. So if you want to move here, yeah, it's a, I mean like <clears throat> this podcast is a 
comedy podcasts where you joke around, but you're just going to be serious when yeah. you talk about this. Like, just don't bring it over. Like, if you feel like you can just try to cheat the system here and all yeah. that, you know, go back to your country. Oof. Don't ever come here. It sounds very harsh. It's true. Like, you bring if you bring bad culture here, you're just going to help people to grow stereotype towards the people of same culture. Imagine, like, if that person is of Chinese, so he did some bad stuff. Other people, they don't know which country is he from. People mm. only know that he's Chinese. Mm. And you give a bad impression of like Chinese are like that. Totally. They're unreasonable. Totally. They're always where, exploited. Where it's not. Where it's just the 1% of people. Now, it's been highlight, highlighted in media. And now, you have people who are not right in their thinking, thinking like they're all like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Terrible. like, it's just like how that, you know, the sensitive topic of like, the bombing of the terrorists and everyone just crucified the Muslims just like that. But it's just that small percentage, small that, percentage. that create terror and it was like the bad apples in the bunch. But everyone just treat Muslims in a more aggressive way and a very different kind of point of view totally. from that those incidents onwards. So, so what, what other things would you say um, is bad cultural things to bring in? So that's one, I guess that's, you know, um, Inequality. Yeah, that's that's the heavy end. So which, let's talk about like the lighter let's end. Let's lighter. Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. go a bit lighter. Let's go yeah. a bit lighter. Have another <laughs> sip of coconut water. There we go. Bit lighter. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the coconut water causing the drip. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So the lighter one would be um, okay. You know, like there are people that always likes to talk their on their phone via hands free, mm, mm. and they reply the message out loud from their phone, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, what are you doing? Then you, basically you listen to the whole conversation, mm. especially when you're on commute in public transport. There are people like this here. I mean, I, I try not to mention what race is it. I mean, if you know, you know. I don't need to mention the race. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I, think it's, I think it's everyone though. It's not yeah. just specific race, but I see like young kids with a little UE mega booms blasting Eminem music on the bus. It's like, come on, man. I don't want to listen to your music. Yeah. But you, mega booms and conversation is different. Mm. Like I was sitting at a bus, like when uh, when I was commuting down, and I hear like one guy arguing with the girlfriend mm. through the phone. Oh, that's uh, good. He's speaking in Mandarin. Probably you like he expect everyone not to understand. Mm. But well, I'm a Chinese, so I know Mandarin. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting just right in front of that's him. That's awkward. I heard all the the whole conversation, and this is very normal. Like I think that's weird. Yeah, it's why, very normal back in Malaysia as well. Your whole conversation, your private conversation, especially with like an argument with your partner. Why would you want it, like people to hear? Like, I have no idea. It man. just draws unnecessary attention yeah. to yourself. My dad does that as well. Really? Like when I'm a very private guy. So, so when my dad talks to people on the phone or like when he watches something, he'll just turn on the loudspeaker. Yeah. So I'm like, I told dad, like, dad, if you want to visit me in Australia, you can't do that here. So what? What's wrong with that? So, I, I think, <laughs> is, is, it, is it then the, um, the, the, your, your personal space that line is a bit different compared to other cultures. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, um, but it's so weird. Like, uh, in our in Asian culture, like we don't step in and talk to people openly. Mm. So everyone is very reserved. You know the joke that say, "Oh, Asians don't fight." Yeah. Obviously, they fight after you see the bubble tea incident. <laughs> <laughs> Some Asians do fight aggressively, mm -hmm. but majority,ly the joke says that Asians don't fight. Mm. In a way, it's true because because we are just like so reserved. I think like, it's conf confrontal. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, if I see that you're like picking your nose in front of me, 
I won't say anything. Yeah. But I will go behind and say, you know what? Gears is picking his nose. And for me from- though, I've grown up in Australia. I'll say straight to the face. I'm like, like, like the time you, you said the S-bomb. I'm like, go on, man. I'm like, dude, yeah. come on, man. But you know what? Naturally growing up, I didn't like confrontation. But as I grew up, I've learned to like and, and know how to handle myself in confrontation. But it's still a culture here. Yes. Like everyone is very confrontational. Mm. Like so to an very- extent, some people are more comfortable than it. I think some people are naturally not good at confrontation. Some people are good at confrontation. Like, like I said, naturally, I don't like confrontation. But confrontation is necessary in life because we always have to confront people on different things. So if it's going to be part of that, you might as well learn how to deal with confrontation. Yeah, true. So what's your second advice then? So my second piece of advice. Is it second of, yeah, second piece of advice. Okay, I guess it can kind of (laughs) tie in what you were saying. My second piece of dang good advice would be a bit on the lighter end of the spectrum, but get to learn Australian humor. Come on. That's my piece of advice because I love the fact that us people in Australia, we are... We take ourselves very lightly, you know, like we love to joke and we would call it banter yeah. if we're in the group of guys. In the Asian, like in a very reserved culture, we call that insult. Insulting. <laughs> so there's a fine line between insulting and banter, I find. But I love how we can just have a good laugh at ourselves, you know, like, like I find that hilarious. It's, it's Some would call it sarcasm. Some would call it a whole bunch of things. But I like how we don't take ourselves too seriously. Like if I stuff up, I have a laugh. Or like if I'm with a group of guys in the gym, we're constantly paying each other out. Like little, little things and little things just to, to tease us. I think it's fantastic. If you come in and not knowing that Australians take themselves, don't take themselves too seriously, you might get offended. You might be like, is he serious? There's no harm in it. It's just that we like teasing. You know what? If you listen to this, like this is what Dylan tell me all the time. Yeah. Wherever I'm doing my professional work yeah. in a professional setting, taking photos and videos, yeah. you just walk up yeah. in front of everyone, yeah. say, first time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Andy is an unbelievable photographer, right? And you can tell by the Instagram, it's his profession. It's what he does. And every time he does something, I can tell he's got like, you know, a lot of passion with it. He's got the eye for it. And he takes photos inside our church. And every time I see him, I'm like, oh yeah, mate. First time doing this, hey? <laughs> Or things like, how you going, young fella? Or how you going, rookie? Things to like, you know, yeah. make well, fun of him. If you're in like Malaysia, I guess you're, yeah, you get punched in the face already. Yeah. Not by me, but probably by someone else. Oh, People always say like, what's wrong with this dude? Like so disrespectful. Well, one thing that I find so funny <laughs> right now, and it's hot right now with James Harris keeps on saying it, but um, one of the guys, his name's Jason. He's the operations manager at church. And he's so funny. He's like, you know, Dinky die Australian. He grew up in Coffin Bay. Um, and he's he's the typical example of banter, you know, like James would do something nice, something good, and he go, Good boy, good boy, <laughs> like as as a joke, like, and it'd be like, it's like, it's insulting, but it's also funny. It's like we know that there's no harm to it. I think that as long as there's no bad intent behind it and there's no actual hate, and you can always tell when someone has anger and hate behind it then it's funny I think it's harder for like um, migrants or like especially international students yes just because like they are a bit young mm. and you don't get assimilate to the society yeah. that much I yes. mean in, even in like uh, society in general back in their yeah. home country yeah. so when it comes to this kind of banter I guess 
um, they just feel that it's, it's different. They feel that's like, like, oh, is he like making fun of me? Yes, totally. This happens to a lot of like uh, Asian people, yeah. especially. I'm not saying that Asian people are, you know what, um, bitter or whatsoever. But it's just like the culture is so different. Totally. Like if you don't understand the context, I say it on the first point. Know that we don't take ourselves yeah. seriously. Yeah. And I'd say um, for a lot of people that are very competitive, right? Doesn't matter where you're from. People that are very competitive, it can come off in the wrong way, right? Mm. People that take themselves very serious and don't like to, to like uh, have that side of humor can take a very like offense to it. Like, because we are constantly saying things that aren't insulting, but just to like kind of tease each other, you know, like, yep. like as in like, ah, oh, nice try, buddy. You know, like different little things like that or a tap on the shoulder or like, you know, if, if Josh Taplin is like doing some pull-ups and I'm like, oh, is that it, mate? Like, you know, different things like that. Do you it, know I always go brutal on him? Yes. At the fun part, people, like if people don't know, people think that I'm just like, I just don't like him, man. But uh, you know, at the end of the day- What do you mean you don't like him? You love him. You could maze with him. Yeah. Yeah. But like from the conversation- Oh, uh, if you're looking out, it's like, oh. Yeah. 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 What's Andrew doing, man? Why is he like always picking on Josh Taplin? But the man? funny thing is like, we all <laughs> laugh at it. We yeah. all laugh at it like that. I think it's um, no humor. Definitely don't like, you know, what's great when I see people starting to understand that kind of humor where we just tease each other constantly. Yeah. There was a guy that I knew his name was uh, Michael Raj. He was the pastor at city campus, but he was so funny. Like obviously he was from Malaysia, but he came to Australia. But what I noticed about him, the more that he likes you, the more he's going to pay you out. Like, and I found, and he'd do it from the platform. Like on a Sunday morning, he just point this guy, hey, look at this guy. I like this guy. And just start teasing. I'm like, that is hilarious. Yeah. Just like how people pay gives out for being single. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm doing it right now. He's single and available. <laughs> oh my gosh. Calm down. Calm down. Settle. Settle. Yeah, we need him to get married by this year. <laughs> like for reals, man. I'm in no rush. I'm in no rush. He's a I'm, sad bachelor. I'm not sad. <laughs> get out of town. See, like that? That's teasing, right? Normally, if you take yourself seriously, it's like, come on. Oh, man you don't talk about that what are you talking about i've seen people that are highly competitive not get that humor and it's like they're just like they don't know how to react but then the the aussie's like just having a good laugh <laughs> yeah so the advice the advice is like just just like understand the banter yeah. if you're here be lighthearted. this is the culture exactly I mean, like of course like what like what gil says you need to understand the fine line between the real insult and a banter. Yes. If you totally. know that that's an insult, don't treat it as banter, just walk away. Yes. It's not yeah. worth it to keep that relationship. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. What's your next piece of advice All that right. you can give someone? Third advice I'm going to give is start making friends locally. Oh, come on. I think this is very important. Anyway, it's all the advice is pretty similar, but I want to specify, specifically highlight on this one, especially for like anyone that just came here. Mm. So when we first came here, Everyone's like, oh, you need to join this Malaysians group in Adelaide. Yes. So you need to join a connect group with Malaysians. I told the people around me that give me the advice like, nah, man, if I were to be here and I'm called to stay here and I've decided to stay here, I'm going to make Aussie friends. Totally. Why do I want to come back here? And I look at you, Andy, like you got Josh Taplin coming around here. You got Keegan, you got Richie, Elijah. I feel like I'm the trophy Asian instead. <laughs> <laughs> token Asian. That was me growing up. I was a token Asian. Dude, you're not a token Asian. You just look like an Asian, but you're not an Asian. See, this is the kind of humor that it is, right? Like me and Andy, Andy jokes around. 
and it's funny because he's like, man, you're too Westernized to hang out with us, with the Asians. And I'm like, man, I'm too Asian to hang out with the Westernized people. So I'm like, I'm caught in the middle. Right? <laughs> and, he, and he goes, you're not a real Asian. And that's not racist, right? It's just joking around. Yeah. He goes, you're not a real Asian. And yeah. I laugh at it. Yeah. I was getting laughed at by Shelin for the, the bubble tea order <laughs> that I got. She's like, that's so boring. And I'm like, come on, Shelin, I like it. I feel I feel bad for Chi-Chi because like, um, she didn't teach you enough, man. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> the, I, I was talking to Georgie and she's like, you know, you are pretty Asian. Like, like I do have some Asian. Like, for example, um, eating at like James and Georgie's house, they'll eat with a knife and fork or like one of my Aussie mates' house, knife and fork. They eat rice with a knife and fork. I'll use a spoon because a spoon is much more effective at collecting the rice. Sorry. Even a spoon is still not as Asian. What? It's real it's Asian so use chopsticks. Chopsticks. But I'm Filipino. <laughs> All right. So Filipino, a spoon and, and fork is what we use every day. We use that to cut up meat and stuff. That's what we do. So, you know, I love um, finding out those those life hacks, you know. It's just like finding what's awesome about that culture and integrating into the culture that I have. Another thing, right, that I love Another little practical thing that I love is the Asian broomsticks. Do you know them? Asian broomsticks? It's like, just it's got this handle, but it's like got really fine bamboo at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's much... Is it like a bunch of like bamboo sticks yeah, like that's tied right. up together? Yeah, that's right. So you get different types. You get the ones that are sticks for design for leaves outside. Brilliant. Or you have the ones that's inside for tiles. And I find that it's 10 times quicker than using a normal broom, broom, broom handle. And I'm like, this is great. To this be is honest, one like of those uh, hacks. westernized broom isn't that efficient. Because <laughs> it's just like a constant push. Rather than that, you can go, uh, you can go, uh, was it backhand? You can go forehand. Yes. You can do the lot. The and it Asian picks up broom, so much space. You can scrape whatever you want totally. because of the harness. There's different yeah. harness on like the Asian broom. So let's, let's call them Asian hacks, right? <laughs> Another Asian hack that I love <laughs> is the $4 knives the butcher knives at the asian store hey come on it's not four dollars okay man what are they I have three a, bucks i have a butcher knife yeah yeah but it's over hundreds but of yours dollars is the expensive one you can get the cheap ones for four bucks at the asian store and they are so sharp i have a set of knives at home right my my roommate dan menelau he got given a, a set of knives really nice knives from his mum and dad and the knife that i bought from four bucks from the asian store unbelievable man i, I use that instead of the nice knife set that dan brought i'd say like um, like Chinese especially, yeah. we only cut with a cleaver. A cleaver, so yes. So we know, learn how to dice, slice, yeah. chop, mince, mm. everything with one cleaver. Mm. So mm. Um, for those who don't know, I, my family runs a restaurant back in Malaysia. Oh. So I'm going to uh, visit there one day. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully Corona ends. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, 2020. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. When I was brought up as uh, becoming a chef, wanting to take over the family mm, business, mm. the only knife that I learned how to use was a cleaver. Wow. So I had to train to use a cleaver to peel potato skin. Mm, so mm. It's, it's so hilarious. Now you think of that like, we have this uh, one and done kind of like knife. Yeah. Where you go to like, uh, you know, those like Michelin star yeah, yeah. restaurants and you see a chef, they just roll up a big bag of knives. And they say, oh, this is for this, this is for this. Like, what do you mean this is for this? And they go, Andrew, this is a big meat cleaver. It's what you fillet uh, fillet your fish with. This is what you peel a potato with. You know what? Another thing that I noticed, another difference, right? Growing up, mum and dad's Filipino. I've grown up in Australia my whole life. But mum and dad used to always fold the t-shirts and fold the jeans and put it into a cabinet. And that's what I do as well, man. That's what you do. 
now I, no- I notice that everyone hangs everything. Everything is hung up. Only things that you fold up are your socks and your jocks. No, I still hang my, I still fold my t-shirt. Yeah, but. I just feel like t-shirt is a way of space if you like put it. You hang up. it up. So yeah. I only hung up my jackets. I but hang then, up my jackets, yeah. my shirt, button shirt, just because you don't want to crease on it. But I think the majority of people hang up t-shirts, they hang up jeans, they hang up jackets, and they only fold socks and jocks. I, I don't get it, man. See, that's, I think that's, that's a bit of the difference. Yeah. But that's cool. So I love the little Asian hacks. My next piece of us, my third piece of dang good advice, right? It's tying into this is to bring the good cultures into Australia. So you've gone and said, hey, keep the bad cultures out. I agree, right? But there is good things from different cultures oh, that everyone can learn from. Definitely, man. Like coming to Australia, uh, some of our friends say that, oh, coming here, like you're living in a Western country. So I still celebrate like totally. Asian culture totally. so much. Like yeah. every time I have you guys over my place, yeah. I always cook my hometown food. Totally. And I think there's something that I'm proud of and I can show Big that. Time. There's a dude like, this is where I grew up with. As much as like, I don't like the political landscape landscape in my country. But as I come over here, I realized that I start to celebrate my identity as like a Malaysian even more and more. Just because I feel like there's so much diverse that goes into like my heritage. And I feel like it's something worth sharing and like um, people enjoy it. Totally. Like, like when you guys come over and you see it, oh, roasted pork. I love it. Man, the skin on the pork belly that Andrew does, it's another thing. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, you've perfected it. There's so many different things from people's cultures that we can celebrate. That is so cool. Yeah. Like there's so many good qualities. Like I think of Philippines, I think about the roast pork that they do. Oh my gosh, you go to a party, we do this thing, it's called lechon. Most of the time, when we have like a big party, a Filipino culture is um, always have like a massive uh, debut for for the girl. I think it, my little sister had a twenty first, and it was like a wedding scale twenty first birthday. I think it's no, I think it's either the sixteenth or the eighteenth birthday or something. It, they go massive, right? So those are some cool culture. I love those kind of cool things, and that's why we see how Adelaide has and Australia has such good diversity in so many different things. You know. Yeah, I think there was a funny thing like I mentioned the party that your sister yeah. like did was grand. It yeah. was nice, but it's the like wedding, but the decoration it's so off from like Chinese that's culture. That's funny. That's <laughs> a funny point. So Andy, you were saying that in Chinese culture to have white. It's, now my little sister, when she had all of the photos and stuff, maybe Andy, you can post something in the Instagram later. Yeah. But um, my little sister put all the walls. She put white um, cloth or like white walls uh, against because it just looked nice. Like it was accepted. But Andy was saying white is very different. What does that mean? Means like funeral. Wow. That is massively different. And what hits the spot is the blue chest. The blue chest. So white. normally if you go to like a uh, Chinese party, what we call like funeral back in Malaysia. Yes. Uh, the Chinese funeral, it's always blue chairs and white tablecloth. Wow. And that's a funeral. And that's a funeral. It's like defines. And then Molly was just having a 21st. She's got blue chairs and white walls. Yeah. So me and my wife, when we hear always like, like, we don't mean <laughs> to disrespect, but it's like, it, it really looks like a funeral, man. This looks off. And like the two candles, like in between and like her baby photo there. Yeah. Like if we go to a Chinese fun- funeral. That's what it looked like. That's what it looks that like. That is hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because the, the little candle holders that Chelsea had were these little old school kind of 
you know, had that eerie feel to it. It's like very Victorian old school, like yeah. cat- Catholic style. Yes, totally. Yeah. Oh, that is so funny, man. <laughs> yeah, oh. so we saw that. It's like, like we, then I keep telling myself that like, you have to remember this is philo culture. Yeah, it's yeah. not Chinese. Like <laughs> totally. if, a, if a Chinese does that, then you would question the whole. Totally. But totally. if it's like a philo, probably that's how they do it. Mm, and mm. I talk to you, I ask you about mm. it. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. it's pretty normal. He's like, oh, okay. You know what cultures I love, right? Um, I love things like culture of family. Like that is a great thing. Like um, talking to my my cousin who married an Italian, one of the cultures that they do is once a year, they normally go between all like uh, the brothers and sisters, they go and they, they split and buy in a whole pig. And what they do is they end up using every piece of meat. So they'll use the skin, they'll use um, every bit, they'll make sausages out of it, they'll use the fat to, mar- to uh, preserve the sausage in it. And they'll make the whole day, even like a f- couple of weeks into just food, right? Like, I think that's a lovely culture. I love hearing stories about how people's grandmothers make homemade sauces, jar it, things like that. That is such a great culture. Like to be able to spend a whole day on the things that, you know, your grandparents or parents taught you. That's something cool to bring over. Oh, definitely, man. That that sounds very, very amazing. Oh, man. Yeah. Especially I mean, like, around food as well. Yeah, like um, Chinese New Year is coming for Chinese. I'm looking forward to that. And you're going to be having Chinese New Year at your place? Well, fingers crossed yes, because sir. we just found out that um, because I'm traveling to Melbourne next week for my visa purpose, uh, documentation stuff. And um, there's cases there. And they're thinking about if you're traveling from Melbourne back to uh, South Australia, you need to get tested and you might need to get isolated. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. fingers crossed. Um, we're recording this right now, but when you listen to it, um, probably the, the news is already out. But I'm hoping that next day they say you just need to test and you that's don't need to is. isolate. I think that's so cool that you celebrate Chinese New Year. I can't, I, honestly, I've never celebrated Chinese New Year before. And you know what? I love hearing about your cultures, Andy. Like how you're talking about how uh, the single ones get money from the married couples. I'm like, man, I can't wait to go to Malaysia. Yeah, yeah. so basically Chinese New Year is just a money-giving festival. And you know what? You clean up <laughs> if you're single. You clean up. My piece of advice for anyone that has Chinese heritage, go back and go make a business trip out of it. Yeah, yeah. Too <laughs> make bad. the most out of it. I'm just going to say this out loud in front of all my Malaysian friends that's going to celebrate Chinese here with me here. We are living in Australia, so I'll bring the food culture here, not the money giving culture. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on, man. We family. You married. Come on. I want one of those red envelopes. I know what they mean. All right. I would give a red envelope inside yeah. with a prosperity like Bible verse. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. Get my hopes up. I'm waiting for the golden handshake. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Okay. Some Someday, somewhere down the road. Maybe hey. when you get married, like a Chinese customer will give you a big red packet. Oh, big red packet. Yeah, so get a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> there's that gentle push. See, there's the Australian uh, humor right there. Go get a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, go, to get, go get a girlfriend. Oh. It's also a very Asian thing. Why are you not married yet? Oh, so when you man. get married, when's your, when, when are you having kids? <laughs> man, you know what's funny? Like, um, I joke around about it, but... 
Filipino aunties, man, they they be so brutal, man. You go to like a Filipino party, you haven't seen them in six months, and they will just there's no filter. They're just like, oh darling, what happened? You put on so much weight. It's like, oh, what do you mean? I've been trying to slim down. It's like, oh darling, you're so skinny. It's like, oh, I've been trying to work out. Like, you know. yeah, I think that's like pretty standard throughout. Uh, like the Asian. You met my mum, right? Yeah, my mum's the same. I'm like, ma, you can't say that. Don't say that. And my mum say that as well. <laughs> like wherever Eddie goes back, she gain weight. He's like, oh Eddie, you gain weight. Yeah, I'm yeah. like. Then she'll be so upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> mom, like, don't, why, why? Why would you say that? Why? Like, you don't need to. <laughs> yeah. Now I have to clean up the mess. Yeah, yeah, Come exactly. On, man. <laughs> now I've got to deal with it. Yeah. So, I hope that, like, jokes aside, I hope that we gave, like, very good advice. Some dang to good the, advice. Yeah. So, if you are trying to move into Australia, let's just, like, summarize in the total. Let's summarize it. Yeah, yeah. What was your sum- three? Your three. Okay. Um, I actually forgot about it. But in general, um, don't bring bad culture in. Yes. And then assimilate. Yes. And then just, um, what's the last one? Yeah. Make friends locally. Yes. Because that's, that's the best way, the fastest way for you to get accustomed to culture. Come on. Like you don't want someone that you don't know point out something that is embarrassed and you feel embarrassed because it's a stranger that pointed out. You'd rather someone that you know locally as a friend that points out. So you'd be like, oh, it's just a friend Definitely. telling me stuff. Yeah. Yes. It'd be weird if I say the S-bomb and someone that I don't know Especially from church, they say, dude, you can't say that. Like a girls, for example, who likes confrontation. Doesn't <laughs> right. mind confrontation. I'm fine you telling me, man. We are mates, man. Yeah, exactly. But, but it was awkward because like, I think that was just the first few times we just got to know one. And I said, dude, oh, that's a bad impression. Yeah, in front then of I'm just like, come on, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laugh. My three pieces of dang good advice. Number one, I think we're on the same page with that, is integrate with the locals, integrate with other cultures. Diversity is good. Number two, I said, get to know our humor. Where we take ourselves very lightly. We joke around. If we're paying you out, don't take it personal. Know when it's personal though. Like obviously that that's uh, straightforward. You know when it's got bad intent, but most of the time, Aussies, we just joke around. We like to banter is what you could call. And number three, bring the good cultures with you. Bring the good things with you because we can learn a lot from each other. Definitely, man. So. Six tips. Like, dang good advice. Some dang good advice. So if you are going to move here someday, somehow, I hope, like uh, for people that really wants to move to Australia, we highly encourage it. Yes. But um, I mean, like uh, circumstances is bad right now. But of course, like, we all hope for the best. Yes. So uh, looking forward, like if you are somewhere like um, outside and you're listening to this someday, when you're here, you know, drop us a message or something yes. like that. Oh, we want to get to know you definitely. Totally. We'd love to meet you. Yeah, love, we'd love to, to know, meet you. Love to know where you're coming from. And choose South Australia. <laughs> Come on, Adelaide. The Adelaide. best city in the world. Yeah, Come on. Definitely, man. Yeah. I no longer love New South Wales or Victoria. Adelaide. Adelaide, man. Where you need to be. The home of Farmers Union Ice Coffee. <laughs> it sounds like ad, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, do the usual thing. Um, subscribe, follow. Follow our Instagram, comment, and all that. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Like a good South Australian would say, heaps good. Heaps good. Heaps and good. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Ciao. Bye.